Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Auburn Live Show, recruiting edition, also known as the Shriveled Pod. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, senior recruiting editor for Auburn Live on three. And if you're not a member of that site, you're really missing out. And now's a great time to not miss out anymore. We've got a spring special going right now, four months, 10 bucks, 10 bucks, people, 10 bucks. I got to call on three and get that fixed, man. But before I do, get on board. Get in before you, uh, before we uh, take away the offer. Uh, as I said, I'm Jeffrey Lee, and uh, I'm joined today. We got a fantastic show, people. I mean, it's freaking booked end to end. We got a freaking fantastic show. Uh, joined by uh, Auburn Live on Three recruiting analyst Cole Pinkston. Cole, where are you? Where am I? Where are you? I am in my home. Uh, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Uh, I didn't ask. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm getting it. Up. How the hell? I know I threw you a curveball, dude. A little slider on the back. back, back <laughs> Cole, how the hell are you? Man, I'm great. More specifically, I'm in my son's room here with the, you know, I got the stuff on the on the wall here. You, you've got a built-in green screen. Yeah, yeah doubles as an office. I like I'm it. I'm going to have to take that stuff down. We just got a green screen right here. So, if y'all ever need a weather report or something, we can. We can like get it. that for you. Looks like you're in a shooting house. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, as always, or at least here recently, and I hope for as always, uh, message board insider legend, Mr. J-Head, also known as A-Head. Just don't call him A-Hole. <laughs> Jay Lee, how you doing, baby? Fantastic. It will be forever as long as you'll have me. All right. So. Dude, you, you've got the mic this week. I do. I do. It was, it was a nice signing bonus for me with you there guys. You it was a performance <laughs> bonus, which I very much appreciated. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think it sounds good. I, I mean, I don't know whether it's on or not, but it sounds good. It might be like the, uh, what do you, uh, the placebo effect. I'm telling you, we got some nice aesthetics with it here, the break background. We got it going. Yeah. You know what I mean, we I can't all it. have Jordan hair back there, but you know, yeah, we hey, do what we can. I'm big time. You know, I got, I'm big time. I got, I even got earphones, man. Hey, I like it, man. It's soon enough, I'm going to have a boom. We're going to have some headphones. Some headphones. Me and Cole are going to sound like Johnny Cash on the mic, just like you. We'll be all that's right. right. Well, even that's even right. if you aren't, you at least have to play the part, and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to at least look like I belong here. That's what you you're go. supposed to do. You act like you you know what you're doing at all times, yeah. and nobody questions it. That's, that's if they how do, I, you just, you know, I know them. That's how I got Some former that. Auburn coaches can speak to that, right? Hey! Yeah. <laughs> no, folks, if uh, if you're listening, you've probably been anticipating this show because uh, we've been building it up, and for good reason. Auburn is having a huge, huge, huge junior day this weekend on Saturday. We've been covering it for a couple of weeks, kind of building up to it. It's finally going to be here in about 
48 hours. We are recording this on Thursday afternoon. You're probably listening to it on Friday morning, so keep that in mind when you're listening. Uh, but uh, Thursday afternoon, I put up a, a preliminary board, but a lot of guys that we had confirmed personally are coming. Um, this list has been fluid. There's been guys added. There's been guys removed. But as it stands now, Auburn is expecting around 25 of its top targets. And when I say top targets, these are guys with legit take offers. Um, Auburn is putting a big emphasis on getting guys on campus that they want, not wasting time on guys that they might. Uh, I really like the the quantity and the quality of this list, and use. It's, it's really line heavy. We see a lot of uh, a lot of awesome offensive line, a lot of defensive linemen. Uh, we even added Christopher Vizina, uh, the number four quarterback according to On Three in the two thousand three uh, two thousand twenty three class. Lots of uh, big names coming uh, on Saturday. Hell, Clay Whedon, the four star offensive tackle, is coming in Friday night. He's going to stay until Saturday, so he'll be here on an overnight visit. And then Jeremiah Cobb, the four star running back from Montgomery, who Almer is very high on, offered about a month or two ago. Um, it will be here on Friday. The rest are coming on Saturday. Guys, what are you thinking about this list? What are you thinking about this weekend, this day? Um. Man, it, it's it's been like I said, it's been fluid. We had a lot of names that we thought would be there that aren't going to be there. That are rescheduling, you know, just all kinds of different visits going on. I think there's a lot of visits taking place at other schools too. So, you know, when you're able to get what is it like ten of your top offensive linemen somewhere around there? Is that what it is? Yep. So nine, ten, whatever it is that we've got confirmed. Uh, that is a huge, huge win because that's your biggest position of need this year for this class of 23. Uh, getting them on campus is is just giant. Um, and then, you know, you got a lot of players from the state of Georgia where you're trying to make some impact. And, and uh, it, it should be it should be a really good event because I really think that, that the coaching staff there now does a better job showing what they do rather than telling. Right, and that's that's not a knock against them. It's just a different style. That's how they go about things, and, and a lot of guys love that. They go, man, you know, I like the way they coach, you know, because that's what you're going to be doing every day is you'll be at practice with these guys. So if if that you know if that hits you right, if you like the way they're doing that, that's what you're going to be seeing at this visit. If you're uh, you know a big prospect coming in, Jay, had thoughts on uh, thoughts on uh, general thoughts on this uh, upcoming weekend. Just a continuation of what Cole said to start with, what do you do well as a recruiting staff? Well, if you show prospects what, how you plan to use them extremely well, do that. Be effective. Make sure that you use that as an enticement in any recruitment, and that's what we're doing. We're capitalizing on a practice setting. We had an opportunity in January and early February to kind of host some juniors. It was some mixed results there as far as that's concerned much more organized list this time yes better involvement better communication amongst the staff and part of that is we have more recruiting help there now with Stephen Ruzik and a handful of other guys on staff that have been able to put this event together but I'm with Cole they're getting these kids in a practice session when they can say this is how I coach this is how I'm going to do things that's pivotal for this staff because that's kind of their bread and butter also like he said I really like the prospects when you can get your number one quarterback prospect on the board to visit you at your most important weekend, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And Chris Bazina has blown up. Oh. I mean, I think he was 
completely and utterly unknown and unranked this time last year. Now he's the number one target on our board, number four on three consensus, only behind a handful of well-known guys like Arch Manning, right. Nicholas Iamavela, Dante Moore, and, and, and one other. I mean, it's, it's he's on a who's who list of top quarterbacks in the country, and you've got him here. That's huge. Jeremiah Cobb, pretty much your number one running back on the board right now that I'm aware of. Sure. Several offensive linemen. Just a very impressive pool when you're competing against a lot of other schools to get these kids. It's right. not like Auburn's the only school hosting an event this weekend. Florida, Georgia. Got, yeah. Exactly. Clemson. Everybody's doing something right now and they're trying to work around that spring break. Yeah. You know, snap, it's snafu that throws everybody off during this time of year because you're trying not to have kids on campus when you have no students there or anything of that nature. And the only list that should be better than this one this spring. It's probably for A-Day. When we have A-Day, I guarantee you it's going to be even a more impressive list and catching up with some of those guys we don't have this time. But right. really impressed with the effort. And let's just look at some of the offensive linemen they got coming in. Okay, four-star Stanton, Stanton Rammel, offensive tackle, big knee. Four-star offensive tackle, Bo Hughley. Yes. Brady met- Joyner, your number one recruiter. Yeah. Three-star center, Connor Liu. Three-star mm-hmm. offensive tackle, Connor Stroh. I mean, guys that we really want in this class. Clay I'm Whedon. Trying to think. Clay, we had four-star offensive guard, Clay Whedon. Who's the other kid out of Atlanta? I'm missing him right now. He plays offensive tackle, but it's probably uh, going to be a guard for us. Ian Jeffron. You got it. Also going to be in town this Jeff weekend. Rohr. So, just massive guys, huge, <laughs> huge need. You know what I mean? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited that we've yeah. got this, this group coming to town. <laughs> Yeah, nice. My, yeah, you know I'm a good recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. So yeah, Brooks has got a uh, an orthodontist appointment today, and um, I chose podcast over my son. I'm sorry, I, I you know priorities, people priorities. I get devotion it. to your podcast. I like it. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, not only. So, so we've been looking at this Saturday and all these guys coming in, as I said, they're going to keep it kind of small. I mean, 25, and this is all, these are all invite only. This isn't just, Hey guys, I want to come down and visit Auburn. This is invite only. Um, It's almost like a big cat vibe. Um, And um, you know, Auburn is really wanting to get these kids on campus that they really want to take. They want to work them. They want to show them this new vision that they've got, uh, you know, for the program. I'm not talking about in the past. I'm, I'm just talking a Harson's vision for the program. They want them to understand it because, you know, we're coming off of what's visits have only been going on now for about seven months. So getting these right. guys on campus, getting in person, meet these new coaches um, who've been doing a f- fantastic job recruiting is huge. Um, but, you know, they want to, to experience this new vibe at Auburn. It's going to be a fun day. They're going to sell the program to these kids. They're going to be able to watch practice, uh, watch Auburn practice Saturday, which may be a scrimmage. I'm thinking it's going to be somewhat of a, uh, you know. Was, It'll be at the stadium. I, I, I think it, it's going to be in shells, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. I, think they, I think they've got to do two days in shorts and helmet and then two days in shells, and yeah. then you get to go full pads. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, you mentioned uh, the, the offensive guys, uh, except for four-star tight end Jelani Turner. I mean, Thurman, Jelani Thurman, who is from Langston Hughes, Bo Hughley's teammate, his, their teammate, um, 
Uh, da, 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 da. Help me out, go. Josh. Love, baby. Josh Horton is coming. He's a defensive lineman. Uh, Terrence yeah. Love, four-star defensive back, is coming. And then these, the, the, the defensive line is uh, – I've got some studs, too. You're talking four-star defensive tackle, Caden McDonald. You're yes. talking four-star defensive tackle, Deron Reed. Four-star defensive tackle, TJ Searcy. I don't know if they're tackles. Yeah. Speaking of Reed, Jeffrey, we didn't mention him on the last podcast with the D line. I don't, maybe we did, but we didn't. I don't think any of us had him in our top five, you know, guys that Auburn could land. Right. Um, but hey, getting him here, he's he's from uh, Columbus, Georgia, right down the road. So is that that's, that's, is, he, is he Carver? Carver. He is. Yeah. Okay. So I talked to uh, the, the, the Kelton Smith kid who's Kelton a big Smith. offensive line, and he's going to come up not this Saturday, he's coming up for the spring game in April. Or, or or April the second, one of the two. But he's uh, he's going to Georgia this weekend. So a lot of kids are going to Georgia. A lot of kids are going to Florida, man. So getting these kids on campus is big for Auburn. And uh, man, I tell you, Cole and I talked about this yesterday at practice. What I'm when I say stuff about new vision, new uh, vibes at Auburn, some of the new. And I, I I tweeted tweeted it earlier on Thursday about you know just some new direction Auburn's taking in recruiting and. It's, it's, it's Stephen Ruth. It's adding more personnel. It's, um, you know, com better communication, better organization. And I think overall being more aggressive, right? I mean, we're seeing more offers go out, whereas last year we didn't see – it was almost kind of Clemson-like, right? They were, they were treating those offers, you know, like, yeah. oh, my God, you know, we're not going to give it to him unless he's – unless we're ready to take his commitment. And that might still be the case, but they're being more aggressive with – uh, the recruits and their, uh, the offers that they're extending. And I think it's paying off, man. They're getting these kids. A lot of these kids aren't going to visit. Who did I talk to? Oh, Joe Crocker, offensive lineman up at Tennessee. Auburn hasn't offered him yet. He's not going to visit unless they offer. Right. And, right. And, and, and before, I think a year ago, Auburn may have said, well, you're not, we're not going to offer you unless you visit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, now Crocker's probably down the board some. It didn't sound like he was a, a top guy, obviously. But that just kind of gives you an idea of the mentality of some of these recruits where, hey, man, you know, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, they've all offered me. I'm going to go visit those places. I'm not going to Auburn because they haven't offered me. Well, you know, Auburn's not taking that, that, that route this year. And so you're seeing a lot more. In my opinion, it's aggressive. They're being more aggressive on the trail. Yeah, I agree with that. They're definitely uh, not holding out like they were. And, and, you know, when you're saying, well, we're not going to offer you unless you visit and well, I'm not going to visit unless you offer. Well, that was a problem. Right. Created a rub, right? Uh, that's not the case now, though. I mean, you can see it. They're just putting out offers, and then they're saying, okay, you know, we'll do the vetting and all that. We're still going to do it the same way, but we're going to take a – we're going to change around the approach at least and uh, start it off the right way. Well, it's messaging, right? What are you telling a kid? Right. And a lot of these kids, it's not necessarily, okay, this is a committable offer, but this is an offer so that we get to know you better so we can increase that dialogue so that you feel comfortable with us and we feel comfortable with you so that you know that you're a priority. Whether or not you can commit or not is irrelevant at this point. We want to get to know you more. But kids, if you don't use the word offer, if that's not in play, for them, a large part of it is a non-starter. Right. And you think, we talked about it last week, Caleb Webb. We never offered. He never came down. Justin Williams, we offered late, maybe should have offered early, opened that window. Those are two kids in the on three consensus that skyrocketed um, and ended up being, I think, top 200 prospects sure. each. 
could have really used those guys. You know what I mean? And I think if we had gone this approach last year, we would have been even more in the game than we were. And I like to see that they've changed that. I mean, I think that's something that he had to – Coach Harson and some of his staff had to learn coming from Boise where they could be more selective. Right. They were very comfortable in how they handled recruiting in that part of the country. And to now come into the SEC country and where recruiting is handled a little bit differently, that shows a maturation on their part to I be able to make agree. some changes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great to see. It's great to see. That's, that, and that's what I mean by the change. They're adapting, you know. They're yep. adapting to the different type of recruitment that, they're, that, that they've seen since coming from Boise. And, uh, you know, they could afford to do that at Boise. And now and they're going, hey, let, let's change this up. And don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, th- I think we all three agree that this 2022 class that they just signed, shit, man, they got some dudes in that class. Yeah, they did. They did. They really did. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a piece up on the board here before too much longer talking about my 10 impact guys from the class. And from a pure impact quality standpoint, we got 10 or 12 dudes I'd stack up against anybody in any class. I mean, the heart heart of the class. Yeah, we got some really, really good quality. Now, the quantity, because we were planning on taking a lot of transfers, isn't exactly there. But the quality is 100% there. And that's me going back and breaking down their film and taking a look at a guy like Jeffrey Imba. I mean, he's got elite movement skills. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't see guys that are that big that have to, have to change the direction like he does, the power, the speed. I mean, it's it's elite. It's NFL trait-like. Yep. So we got some great quality, but the quantity wasn't exactly there. Right. Completely agree, Jay Ed. The, the quality of the heart, the core of that class was, was, was top-level SEC. Right, and it wasn't fluffed by taking a couple guys in the last second to kind of boost their rankings. They took right. who they wanted in that class. I mean, look at how look at how uh, selective they were with the Justin Williams. Now, what I'm used to seeing schools do with the Justin Williams, and we might see this moving forward, but the mistake in our – I think Jay, Jay had and I agree. It's just our personal opinion. What the fuck we know. Um, was uh, th- That's a guy typically I would see that you offer – Right, and then when he gets ready to commit, you go, "Hey, man, we're going to be honest with you. We're waiting on one more kid, but when if he says us, tells us no, you're you're our guy." All right, uh, that's how it's been done in the past. I, I don't, and, and that's just not how they were working. They no. were going to they were not going to offer him until it was time. And then you know Tennessee, I believe, came in there late. Was it Tennessee? They did the thing. They offered in November, early November, early, okay. maybe late, maybe late October. Um, and they had they hosted him a couple times on campus and really kind of caught his attention. And that loyalty of that first big sure. SEC offer that he wanted, I mean, it just kind of carried some weight with him. So you lost a kid that, to me, when you graded the film, when you looked at their senior film, it really wasn't all that much different from the uh, the kid in Louisiana that we definitely wanted, uh, Trevante Citizen. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And, and you could have had – you really needed a second back in this class. But that's – look. That's what under the bridge at this point. I think they're making some great strides with how they're handling things now. Man. Um, and, and hats off to Steven Ruzik and that group for identifying some of the prospects. I mean, I'm excited about some of the guys they just offered. The Edge, Ashley Williams out of Louisiana, wide receiver. Oh, big time. Kai Poole. Love yeah, him. Man, man, Ashley Williams, man, he he's really fixing to blow up, and Auburn was first to it, really. If you look at his offer list, then go look at his film. I mean – He's got that six six frame. I mean they they have a they have a knack, and they did this at Boise, 
And look, when you when they come into Auburn this first year in a totally different environment in the SEC, you know, they, they didn't get to offer these big, you know, five-star, four-star prospects when they were boys. They weren't going to get them. Right. Simple as that. They come into Auburn, they go, okay, um, this is what's worked for us forever. Let's try this again. But, you know, we're in the SEC. We need to, we need to uh, try to get some of these guys that we used to not be able to get. Um, it took a year to figure things out. And you still got some good players. Right. That's that's what should yeah. be exciting to people when you're looking at it. You should go, man, you know, I want now that they're starting to understand it and grasp it, I really think even though they got a few good players, they can really get a really, really strong class kind of thing. But they're still gonna go after some of these guys that are not being recruited very heavily. They're gonna go after a few of those guys. Ashley Williams is one of those guys, but when you just watch the tape and you go, Well, that makes sense. Six six two thirty. And he's coming off the edge like a banshee. Yeah. yeah. Look, that that first step with him, that's it's freakish, man. I mean, that was a D4 type first step. When I watched it, and maybe it's sped up on Huddle, I have no <laughs> idea. The coaches will figure all that out when they evaluate him come May. But between him and, and Nakai Poole, 6'3, 205. Yeah. Explosive, shows the ability uh, to make a guy miss in space. Yeah can high point the ball, play multiple positions. You saw him play in the slot and at the X. Um, just really – I mean, I thought his tape was better than multiple four-star guys that we've offered. We, I so mean, when I'm, when I'm going down the list and I'm looking at, at highlights, and that's how I judge things. I mean, yes. yeah, you want to look and see who's offered people, but I like putting my eyes on a prospect and say, can he play or can he not? And right. this kid can play, man. I mean, he, he can really play. And it shows his recent offers, I think, from LSU mm. – uh, handful of other big name schools have gotten involved with him so you know yeah. it had hats off to these guys for being early that's right last week we were talking about uh who caleb webb the receiver from the from the 22 class right yep. who never got an auburn offer but was really really close to me this is your caleb webb he's the same kind of player that's mm -hmm. start you know blooming a little earlier than caleb webb did at this pro you know in march but still a little bit late in the process the way things are going now, sure. Uh, they didn't waste any time. They said, "I like this guy." Offer, let's start recruiting him. Well, and don't you like the fact that I kill you, who's a pro wide receiver coach, saw that tape and said, "Get this kid an offer." <laughs> Doesn't I mean, that tell you everything you need to know? Yeah, just whoever I kill your likes should be pretty good, I would think. Yeah, I, I, I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen we've seen a lot of new offers with these new coaches, man. I'm telling you, Rock Bell and Tony's been all over these edge guys. Yeah, we saw yeah. Jimmy Brumbaugh offer a guy, a kid out of Texas, on Thursday. Um, Auburn just offered a 2024 cornerback from IMG. I believe he's from IMG. Who? And that was going to take me into this next thing. Was you know, I woke up Thursday putting together my Saturday list, and little did I know, little did I know, dude, Auburn has a stacked list of visitors on campus for Thursday. Now, they're all 2024 kids, and they're all from um, Florida. And I think it's a seven-on-seven -seven team, but they're freaking stacked, man. They're loaded. You've got Stacy Gaze. Let me read this off to you. Stacy Gaze, the number one running back in the country for 2024, who visited yep. last year, visited uh, last summer, uh, I think. Uh, Cadillac obviously has got an, uh, an end there at IMG coming from there when Gus hired him. But 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 Rock Bell and Tony was the big reason that these kids are even on campus right now. He's the one who's been busting his butt to get these guys on campus. So uh, well, I actually went up there for player interviews Thursday afternoon, and, you know, here was a, a room full of studs 
and they were sophomores. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy Gage, Jarrett Gibson. Gage is number one. Gibson is number four. So you've got two of the top four running backs in 2024 on campus. You've got Zaquan Patterson, the number three safety, number 35 overall recruit. Antion Jackson, uh, the number eight cornerback, number 48 overall recruit. And then Adrian Posse, who is a stud quarterback, um, all on campus. And then Sean Russ and Santana Fleming. These are 2023. Uh, Santana Fleming, Sean Russ. uh, both wide receivers in the 2023 class, getting them on campus. So this entire group of studs from I me, mean, IMG, Shamanade, Madonna, Shamanade, Madonna, however you pronounce yep. it, John Shivers' uh, neck of the woods, mm-hmm. uh, are all on campus uh, on Thursday. And then you've got the 2023 guys coming in on Saturday. Man, I, I tell you, it's just – to me, it's, it's it's been night and day covering this, uh, this Auburn recruiting uh, from a year ago. And I and I realized that there was certain restrictions, limitations with the with the uh, pandemic and all. But um, the Santana Fleming one's interesting, Jeffrey, because I had put him on the twenty twenty three receivers to watch back in January. Yep, you sure <laughs> did. All right. Yeah, the you know the, you know those people on TV with the "Hey Moms" sign. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now y'all go on now. <laughs> you gotta look and make a guest appearance there, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like y'all, it. All right. So, like, I was, the the difference in dude, vibe is the word that comes to mind. Uh, going to open practice, Cole, you and I were there. Um, you know, Brooks went with me, and you know, Brian Harson runs over and tells him, "Hey, I don't. You know, you're not old enough to be the media or." dumb enough one I, you know I, <laughs> um, and 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 you know walking around the complex yesterday today uh, thursday being uh, with the interviews um it's just a different feel than i've than i've had uh, you know at least since harson's been here there's there's a different vibe going on and i think yeah. especially in the recruiting department man I, and, and i get that from just the uh talking to the recruits we haven't even mentioned guys like joe bernardi who has, yeah. you know, Will Friend's been killing it, dude. I mean, these offensive linemen aren't, aren't, aren't coming without and, – and uh, Steve Wallace as well. Uh, is that right? Ruzik? Yeah. No, Ruzik? no, 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 no. Uh, oh, Will Wallace. Friend. Will Friend, yeah. You've got uh, Joe Bernardi and – isn't it Steve Wallace? Oh, oh, his his assistant. Yeah. I think so. Uh... I think it's I think it's Steve Wallace, Jay Lee, but don't quote me on that. Right, I now. saw him at practice yesterday. I think um, it is. It was it was Joe Bernardi, Will Friend, Steve Wallace, who is an All Pro uh, lineman, right from Auburn. I swear. Oh no no no! You're you're talking about uh, Kendall Simmons. Kendall Simmons. Kendall Simmons. Yes, not Steve Wallace. I thought you yes. were talking about the GA. No nah, man, no Kendall Simmons. Yes, of yeah, course. Kendall Simmons and Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> yes, Kendall Simmons. Steve Wallace. Steve's a big old dude, 49ers. Yes, Kendall Simmons, Joe Bernardi, <laughs> Will Friend, all working with this offensive line. Um, then I, I love watching Rock Bell and Tony. I love watching Christian Robinson with the linebackers. Man, I love I love that. I love seeing these new guys and the, and the vibes that they're bringing. Um, and, you know, speaking of Christian Robinson, um, linebackers is one of the few positions tomorrow that doesn't have a lot of names. As a matter of fact, I don't know that there's any coming – Saturday, at least that I'm aware of, 
However, we've already talked about Troy Ford. We talked about Jaden Osbury last week. Coles had stories on D. Creighton. Uh, you've also had a story on Marcus. Uh, what was his name? Polium? Marcellus Pullum. Yeah, and he should be there this weekend. Jeffrey. Okay, he's yep. coming. Okay. And, and yeah. did Auburn just offer him? Yes. Yeah, about three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and let's go ahead and knock that out. We've been hitting for, for, for first time listeners, we've been hitting position groups each week, kind of giving a five to get two. Um, we're going to get five names that we think uh, all two of which will hey, sign by with the way, Jeffrey, real quick. Yep. You talk about the linebackers. I saw um, I saw a linebacker working out there, and I was going, man, that guy, he looks pretty good. I'm, and then I, re- I realized who it was. It was Powell Gordon. Hell yeah, me too, dude. Good gosh, he's done got thick, huh? Uh, yeah, 220, and, and, 228, 230 already. And he's still like moving, it. dude. He's still he moving. Like it. Matter of fact, that's what kind of caught me was the burst, and I was like, What's that white yeah. dude doing? It was <laughs> yeah. Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Man, he stood out. I was like, good Lord. And we that's, talked man, about – That's a Jeff special right there, too. We, we, I mean, we he talked about as a, soon as he got there. Yeah, he did. We talked about yeah. the possibility of – or at least the capability of Powell to move to edge if it was ever needed. Yeah. And yeah. I was talking to Derek Hall today, and I was like, dude, who's over there with you right now? Like, who's with you? Um, and it's, and it's, uh, it's Derek. It's a kid from Hanley, Dylan Brooks. Yep. And then, of course, Leota. Yep. And and that was the only three scholarship players they have yeah. uh, right now, which is why we've talked about this. Edge is going to be a position that we should watch for the transfer portal. They need a guy to come in. And uh, hopefully with, with multiple years to play. Uh, but but Powell Gordon is sitting over there going, hey, you know, if you need me, you know, holler at me. Really like him. Really like his potential. I always have. I love the kid as a character. I love the kid's character. Mm-hmm. Um. But so go back to uh, our, our five for two yep. linebackers. Uh, and, and Jay, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right here. Maybe a different order than yours, but I think the guys are going to be the same. Go ahead okay. with you, you get me started. You get us started with five guys that you think Auburn will land to. Gotcha. All right. So I'm going to start off with Troy Ford, a guy that's been to Auburn a good bit. He's somebody mm-hmm. that was ID'd by Jeff Schmetting very early on. And if I remember correctly, he was one of the attendees at Big Cat Weekend last year. So they brought yep. him in as a junior. Plays primarily on the edge for his high school team. I, he's going to play in the box for us, or at least that's where he's being recruited as of right now. Probably your main competition, South Carolina, if I'm looking at everything right. Number two is going to be Marcellus Pullum. Um, love this kid's film. I know we just offered three weeks ago. Watched his film. He plays so comfortably in the box right now. Uses his hands, can get off blocks, has good sideline to sideline speed. Absolutely love this kid. Number three is going to be Jaden Osbury. Obviously, we got his brother last year. We put a heavy focus on Louisiana from the time that Coach Harson got there. Apparently, he loves athletes from Louisiana. Um, we've done yeah. a fantastic job of recruiting over there to this point, and I really, really like this kid. I mean, he will hit you, hit you oh, in, yeah. in, a, in a hurry. Uh, number four is D. Creighton, and Cole broke this news, I think, about three podcasts ago. He got offered by Clemson, so that's probably your major competition there. But yeah. another kid that was ID'd really quickly by C-Rob there in Atlanta. And last but not least, Lewis Carter. And, Cole, I'm going to let you pronounce this last one. It's Raul, and go ahead and give me the, the last name. <laughs> well, look, I might be wrong, but but just from my, um, you know, basic Spanish classes I took in, like, third grade, oh. I know there was two R's. It's like a – I can't do the 
You can do it. I can't do it. Aguirre. 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 So, Raul Aguirre is how we're we're going to say it for right now. Hopefully, when you guys talk to the kid, that uh, we'll get a a different enunciation. Hey, don't worry. They'll correct you. I'm sure they will. They won't let you say it wrong long. (laughs) No. Uh, Aguirre. We're going to go with Aguirre? I'm going, with a, I'm going with Aguirre, man. What are you talking about? Aguirre. It's McElderry. Is it, it McElderry? <laughs> All right. Hey, man, quick story on that. So I, I talked to Rockwiz, what, Monday or Tuesday night. I was yeah. like, look, dude, I, I just need to ask you, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, and here's what I blamed it on y'all. I was like, man, I'm on the radio with these guys, man. They were pronouncing your name. I was like, dude, that's not what it is, man. I was like, so tell me, Rockwiz. Hey, he goes, McElderry. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I was like, yeah, McElderry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I saved the conversation. Oh, no. Uh, I was like, yeah, it's McElderry. Lucy, we got to get a live <laughs> audio feed on how that went down someday, man. I was like, hold on. No, no, no. It's, it's Mac L. Dury. Mac L. Dury. McElderry. McElderry. Just from this point moving forward, it's always McIlderry. I know it's tempting. It's tempting. And I talked to Braden Joyner yesterday. He was at the open practice, and I was like, dude, I talked to your cousin the other night. And he goes, he goes I said, Rock, where is it? I was like, uh, uh, I was like, he just told me how to pronounce it. It's uh, He goes, uh, McIlderry. 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 That's it. McIlderry. I was like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> man i can't even look at the camera right now jay lee i'm trying not to laugh so hard oh my god it was uh it was a little awkward <laughs> but anyways right yeah that guy so okay so cole let me hear, hear your linebacker picks five for two all right um mine are pretty close um different order uh, number one for me is gonna be marcellus pulliam hmm. Okay. Just from talking to him, and and he's still got a long way to go in his recruitment. I think I think when his senior tape gets out, he's going to get a lot more interest. Um, but you know, not too far from Auburn, so um, he's excited to be there this weekend. I think Auburn got in at a good time on him. I, I think um, if they really really want him, eventually they could get him. I think. Um, number two, let's go with D Creighton. I think. Okay. I think that's, you know, it's it's one of those Auburn-Clemson battles and could be somebody else in there, too. I'm not going to rule anybody else out yet, but, you know, um, that's a tough one. Um, but I just, he, you know, he came for that small junior day. Um, he's been to campus. He was at two or three games, two maybe, um, during the fall. I just think – I think Auburn's in a pretty good place with him moving forward. we got a long way to go. I, I – so he's just number two for me on the list. Um, number three, I will go with Troy Ford. And the reason he's not number one, I really think he's he would be a lock to Auburn if they if they pushed for his commitment. And I don't know if they're quite doing that right now. Um, they might eventually. I don't know. Um, I think that they're you know still trying to work out the linebacker board and and don't know exactly where sure. he's he's at yet. So. He's number three. Number four is going to be – I'm I'm going to go with C.J. Allen, who was just offered um, from Georgia. I can't think of where from Georgia he's okay. from. Uh, he's got a lot of interest lately. Florida, Georgia have all jumped in there. But 
I think Auburn's going to have a shot there um, down the road. Probably not right now. They're going to have to work to get them on campus first. Lamar County. Lamar County. Okay. Barnes, Barnesville, Georgia. Barnesville. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I think – and he's – man, he's an athlete. He's probably the best athlete of the whole group that we've named so far. Wow. But, uh, yeah, okay, so number four, number five, uh, Jay Nosberry. Okay. Okay. Is number five. I, I got to see a little bit more from that one to really start feeling good about it, but I do put him in my top five. Now, I, I'm – see, y'all, uh, I haven't talked to the Pullum kid. You have yeah. Jay has read read up on him a, a lot. I've talked to Osbury. I've talked. I've gotten to know Austin, his mom, his aunt over the um, last year and a half. <clears throat> yeah, I know how important family is to them. I know how much they love Auburn. I know how much they love Zach uh, Etheridge. I know how much Jaden has a history with C. Rob from his time at Florida. Oh yeah, yep. uh, I feel I feel really good right now about putting Jaden Osbury as my number one. And again, I, I, I'm a little I'm a little biased here because I've talked to him. You know, I've got you know maybe it's my, I got my blinders on, right? Sure. But I really feel like those two kids end up playing. Those two brothers, Austin and, and Jaden, end up playing together at, at, at Auburn. I really do. I think that's they're very close too. That these aren't oh, brothers yeah. that fight, and I mean, I'm sure they do. Yeah. But these these kids yeah. are their best buddies, as long as as well as brothers. Awesome family. I love all those guys. Uh, the women too. Um, the <laughs> mom and aunt. We had a blast. They came to think the Georgia game, and we were just cutting yeah. up. We were just cutting up. They were awesome people, and um, so I'm, I'm going to have Jaden Osbury number one. I've got Troy Ford number two, and okay. and, and um. Cole almost talked me out of that, but I, I feel like Troy Ford wants to be at Auburn. And, you know, to me, he's likely to sign with Auburn unless I hear differently. So I'm going to leave – I'm going to have – I've got Jaden Osbury, number one, Troy Ford, number two. The Pullum kid I haven't spoke to, um, probably will this weekend if he comes, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and get a read on him. But I certainly trust both of you on that, so I'm going to put Pullum at four. I like Lewis Carter, um, Jay Head. I, 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 I had forgotten about him. He came up last year, and Jarris McIntyre, who was his coach there at Tampa Catholic, yes, a um, lot of ties there. Uh, so I would, I would, you know, I feel good already about my top three. I think Auburn's going to get two of those three, to be honest with you. So these are kind of just bonuses. Um, so I would throw in D Crate and I throw in Aguirre. Hey, <laughs> um, and CJ Allen. Who mentioned CJ Allen? That was that was uh, Cole. So. Cole. So for the listeners, here's here's you uh, one two three four five six. Here's seven guys that we all three feel absolutely very confident. Let's put it that way. That two of them at least, if Auburn has two room for two and wants to take two of these guys, they're going to get two of <laughs> Troy Ford, Marcus Pullum, Jaden Osbury, D Creighton, Lewis Carter, Aguirre, and uh, C.J. Allen. And yeah, you're I, only I, probably taking two to three in this class. I mean, right, you're only losing right, right. You're losing Owen Papo, maybe Eugene Asante, and then Derek yeah. Brown's younger brother. Is probably the three you're losing after this year, if I had to guess. I would I feel good about I feel good about that recruitment. I think Christian Robinson's a fantastic recruiter. He bit yeah. Auburn more than once while he was at Florida. Yeah. Ooh, um did he didn't he? Shamar yes. James. <laughs> uh uh Scooby. Yeah, Williams. Yeah, Scooby. Jeremiah Williams, definitely. I mean, listen, he's a fantastic recruiter. And I think 
having him recruiting linebackers now, and I'm not, this is not a knock at, J, at Jeff Schmitty. Okay. I think he's a fantastic recruiter at the way he recruits. Right. But I think Christian Robinson is just a much better relationship Personal. builder. Yeah. I can able to connect in a way that's not just over football, but in a way, you know what I mean? That he kind of ingratiate himself to the kid and to the kid's family. And just, it, I like the way the coaching staff has laid out so much more this year. Yes. And how they're attacking recruiting. Listen, um, you, you've got both sides. You've got Schmetting, who is all freaking ball. He might be robotic at times because I, I, I've seen him open up a little bit, but he is all ball. And then you've got Christian, who is more personable, more approachable, more, you know, he, he's going to kick it in the living room with everybody. Um, right. And, and yeah. then, because I remember talking to Owen Pepo, um, about Schmetting, and he was like, man, he, he was blown away. Like, this guy oh, yeah. is freaking awesome when it comes to ball. Well, it's like it's like I was saying earlier. You, you got – there's going to be guys that are just absolutely blown away by that that almost robot-like, you know, yeah. ability to, to talk the game, to constantly be coaching the game, you know, even when you're not at practice. Uh, I mean, you know, I grew up from a coaching – uh family so to me that would that would excite me right yeah and if there's a lot of guys like that there's a lot of guys like that nfl if you're if your dreams are nfl and you want to come to and and play freaking ball and get better and want somebody to develop you and understand the game and learn the game i mean that's the kind of guy you want now you may not want that guy in your family's living room all the time yeah right right but you want him in your meeting room well, and you want yeah. it in various versions of pitch. I mean, you think about the yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia recruit. You know what I mean? You want that defensive coordinator that can come in there and tell you this is exactly how we're going to use you. You may mm-hmm. not want him to necessarily be that guy that builds the relationship and the bridge with that family to get you on verge of committing. But now as that complimentary closer, okay, now we're, hit, we're hitting a stride that's a little bit more Jeff Schmetting speed and being able to say, hey, man, I'm going to be able to get you to the league. This is how we're going to use you in the defense. This is where we project you in three years. And he can go into that spiel that he's so comfortable in, where yeah. he's not even making a sale. He's just being himself. And that's where guys are effective recruiters, when they're just – they are who they are, and it's real. You know what I mean? And, and kids can see that. I think that just sets up – and, you know, on the other side, it does it just as well for our new offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. I think Eric Keesaw will be able to sell – when you heard his press conference the other day, yeah. there's not a lack of intelligence there when it comes to, you know, I mean, the ability to understand football. Yeah. I think he's going to be able to sell that offense and how they're going to utilize kids extremely well. And now you get a kid, you get a wide receiver coach from the NFL that maybe have the ability to relate. And just like with our former defensive line coach, Nick Eason, can say, hey, man, I've been to the highest mountaintop. I know what it looks like. I've played in it. I've coached in it. I can get you there. All right. By the way, uh, guys, let me throw one more bonus linebacker name in there. Okay. Um, doesn't have an offer yet, but talked with him at the Under Armour camp, and he said that Auburn's, you know, hit him up a few times and, and kept in contact. So, uh, I've been watching him pretty close. That's Jeremiah Tellender. Okay. Uh, and I can't remember, of course, where he's from. I, he's from Georgia. I know that much. Man, we're going to have to start playing that game called Name That County in Georgia. I mean, there's like 500,000 of them. You know, <laughs> yeah, really. You're rocking, you get a new county. But. i tell you what I'm going to do next week uh, on the show is we're talking about Georgia, all Georgia, Georgia, all these offers are going out. And, um, all you know, Alabama's loaded, don't get me wrong, but Auburn's emphasis on Georgia is um, 
is just as much as it is on Alabama. Those two states are pretty much Auburn's all over. Uh, I'm going to go in more depth on the Georgia recruiting next week's show. Uh, as we come off of the uh, the big recruiting weekend, I just wanted to run over real quick the, the guys coming in on Saturday. We talked about the 2024 guys yep. that are here to Thursday, but let me just give you another run now. Now, I'm gonna, should, should I put the Polum kid on here? Yes. Confirmed? Okay. You yep. got four-star quarterback Christopher Vizina. Birmingham. You got four-star running back Jeremiah Cobb. You've got four-star offensive tackle Clay Whedon, four-star offensive tackle Bo Hughley, four-star offensive tackle Stanton Remmel, four-star tight end Jelani Thurman, who could probably play a little big wide receiver, kind of a Sal Canella type, right? Uh, definitely. Uh, four, then the four-star defensive lineman, you've got TJ Searcy, you've got Deron Reed, Caden McDonald, uh, defensive back Terrence Love, four-star. Then you've got the three-star <laughs> – uh, if that's not what you want to call them, but you've got Braden Joyner, defensive lineman Josh Horton, mm -hmm. tight end Reed McKeska, Connor Lou and Connor Stroh, both top offensive linemen, one from Georgia, one from Texas coming in. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that Connor Stroh, man. Yes. Offered about two weeks don't, ago. Don't let that three get in front of, you know, down that kid, man. I, I that think kid can seven, play, man. Six, seven, three, forty-five. <laughs> so which will take us into our next segment, guys, which is commit watch. Yes, sir. Commit watch. And um, right now, Auburn has one commitment in Braden Joyner, interior offensive lineman, projected to play the center position in college at Auburn. Uh, but with these 2023 guys coming into town Saturday, and I'm sure there's going to be guys throughout the week, up until and after A-Day. But for now, guys, I of those lists, and it doesn't have to be just from the visitors list. Let's go with, you know, a couple of guys – regardless of position, that you've mm -hmm. got on commit watch. And when I say commit watch, I'm saying the next three to four weeks. Okay. All right. And it doesn't have – it's not a prediction. It's just I'm keeping my eye on this guy because I feel like he could pop. Thank you for clarifying that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we also going to include uh, transfers on this? Let me give you a little update on the transfer. Okay. Coy Moore from LSU, been in the transfer portal since October, wrote Tuesday that he was going to visit Auburn this weekend. Auburn felt pretty confident. That has subsided. Okay. Uh, I don't even think he's going to come in this weekend. We'll have to see. There was um, – there's a reason – Jay Head, we actually texted about this the other day. There's a reason this kid's been in the portal since October. Yeah. And I, and it's, I don't know that it's – you know, it just might be his, his credits, whether or not he can transfer in, transfer out, whatever it is. But there's a reason Coy Moore, who was the number one wide receiver in Louisiana a couple of years ago, he's a stud recruit. Yeah. Um, he, and he, hell, he had a great freshman year. I think he had 20-something catches, 700 yards, touchdown. Um, yep. So he is not a uh, not a, a slacker by any means. But there's, like we said, there's reasons he's been in there since October. Not sure what it is, but there's been some hesitancy, some apprehension. Uh, from Auburn over the last 48 hours. And, I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. I think somebody on the corner the, the other day was like, hey, if we get this guy, I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of potential there, but it's, I'm not going to go roll tumors, right? <laughs> right. And, and I was like, yeah, that, that sounds good. I mean, that's a realistic way to look at things. I mean, it wasn't like – so, Jay, head back to your question. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You can include anybody. 2024s, 2023s, transfer portal, whatever. All right, so we're going to start off with my main man, 
T. Love from Langston Hughes High School, four-star defensive back from Georgia. He is the number one guy that I'm watching. Yep. That I'm putting on commit watch. Number two, also from Langston Hughes High School, Joshua Horton. I think if he gets the green light to commit, and this weekend will be pivotal in that because if he gets some face time with Brian Harson, who is the decision maker when it comes to yes, no green light, if he's impressive and he fits culturally speaking with what Coach Harson wants, I think you could see Coach Brumbaugh issue him an offer or a committable offer very quickly and see him take it up. Um, the next on my list is Clay Whedon, four-star offensive guard from Florida. I don't know that it's going to pop this week. Is he a guard? I, I keep that's I keep calling him a tackle. Him. I don't know. See, when I when I watch him play, I see interior. Okay, yeah, I, be, I believe Auburn probably likes some interior as well. Okay, okay. Do you call? Okay, that's what I see um, from an interior. I see him as an interior lineman on okay. the next level. But I've got him on commit watch. Okay, like I said, I don't think he's going to pop this weekend. But I do think he's close. I hear you. I feel, I, I feel like that there's that's something to definitely watch. And then last but not least, four-star offensive tackle, Stanton Rammel. That's hmm. that's my four guys that I'm watching right now. Once again, I don't think Rammel's ready to pull the trigger just yet. I think it's going to take a little bit longer with him. <clears throat> but he's in that window. Nice. All right, CP, what you got? Um, again – Really similar, just going to be different order. Uh, Number one, I'm going with Terrence Love from Langston Hughes, Fairburn, Georgia. Um, Don't know know what the timeline is on that, but I think it's probably creeping up, if I had to guess, on when he might make a decision. Um, Number two, I'm going to go with Stanton Ramil um, from Thompson High School, Alabaster. Uh, I just think, just from talking to him at the Under Armour game, it just really seemed like Auburn was. Now, I think he really likes Auburn, but my impression was Auburn saying, "Hey, you are one of our top guys. We got to get you in soon." And and some guys respond to that differently. I think he really likes that. I think he likes hearing that. That's what it, that was the impression I got. So he's number two on the board for me. Um, number three is going to be Joshua Horton from Langston Hughes as well, because I, I I just think that he told me a while back that Auburn was really, really high on his list for a long time, and then they didn't offer for a while. But they didn't wait too long. They came in and offered, and and now, you know, getting him back and been there twice. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm going to have him at number three for that reason. Number four, let me go with – I'm going to go with Jeremiah Cobb. Hey, from Catholic in Montgomery. Um, now of of the ones that we're naming here, I think he might take the longest because he's got a lot of new offers here to think about. Right. But I think if Auburn really, really wants him, I think they they almost have to get him. Right. I mean, yeah, you got you got that. You got to win that one. And and when you look at the running back board, they don't have a you know plethora of targets there. So that's that's why I'm going with Cobb. At number four. And then number five, I'm going to go with Ethan Nation, the corner uh, out of Roswell, Georgia, I believe. Yep. Uh, he was he was there uh, – what was the, the first junior day he was there? Late January. Yep. Late January. We caught it with him, you know, 
he wanted to kind of sneak in there, I think, but we caught him. So <laughs> that's how that goes sometimes. Uh, I don't think he's coming this he's weekend. Not. He told me he wasn't. But he is supposed to come back soon, right? Sure. Yes. Yeah, I think he's, he's set to come in late March is the last word I got. And Ethan's on my list as well. I just went with four. But if we were going to list five, Ethan Nation would definitely be on my list. But because he's not going to be there this weekend, mm-hmm. um, I didn't put him as a uh, – I didn't put him – I guess I didn't announce him. But, yeah, he's something. He's somebody definitely to watch. And, and the reason I didn't go with Clay Whedon is just because, much like the Troy Ford situation, I, I still think there's so much to be done. At, okay, here's, here's why. Because I think Stanton Ramil is – just from talking to both of them, I think he's higher. Just from the things that they're telling him, okay. I think I think Clay Whedon is still pretty high, but not maybe to the we are ready to push for you. Uh, we're still building that relationship. That's just my impression, and I could be wrong about that. Sure. Um, but that's why he didn't make my top five. He would be the very next guy. He's very close after number five. So that is okay. my list. Hey, great list, great list. I am. I think we all agree, Terrence Love. I mean, we, 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 we've heard that he might be ready to commit a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Um, I, I feel like he, he is closer. There's a reason he was waiting, if it's, in fact, true, um, which I believe it to be. I think, I think he is the most likely of anybody to be the next Auburn commitment. Yes. Okay, I, and I think it will happen this weekend. I'm, I'm going to at least be prepared um, for him to commit this weekend. And – I'm telling you guys, if he commits, number two on my list is Jelani Thurman. Oh. And number three on my list is Bo Hughley. Mm. And number four on my list is Joshua Horton. <laughs> yeah. Could be a dominant. I, mean, I, 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 I sense a theme here. I really feel like I know Auburn is pushing for all these guys. I know if Terrence commits that Jelani and Bo, and then they're going to take Josh Horton. Mm-hmm. If if those guys if they, if they want to force them they're gonna t- they're gonna take the force them. All you got to do is look at Josh Horton in person and go, okay, that's take. <laughs> sure, and that's what I'm saying. Like he's not a guy that you take, you know, a two two for one guy, dude. He can ball. I mean, he's he's he can, a player. Yeah. He's a he's a damn good player. He's I think not- his his potential is way out in front of him. He's still he's still working up to that. But man, it's high. Yeah. Right. I couldn't agree more, Cole. I mean, I think he's a little bit raw in certain areas of his game right now. Like, he doesn't have all the technical skills. Um, and his body, it, I guess the explosion hasn't quite caught up yet. Like, once he gets into the college strength and conditioning program, I think that kid is going to be an absolute freak show. Yeah. I really do. Um, I think, to me, it's more just Harson get FaceTime with him this weekend um, because that's just something that's, that's huge to him. Culturally speaking, you need to fit what they're looking for at Auburn for you to be a take. Right. And I think it's it's pivotal that he gets that face time with Coach Harson and how that goes will really kind of drive that recruitment, in my opinion. I love yeah. Jelani Thurman, too. I love <laughs> I love Jelani Thurman. Um, yeah. and, and, and I think he's the next most likely. I, I'm going to tell you, though, man, Bo Hughley, dude, if, if we're doing five for for two, any position, those four the four other cats are on my board. Yeah, those yeah. Uh, those four guys from Langston Hughes, Terrence Love, Jelani Thurman, Bo Hughley, Josh Horton are all on my board, and I'm probably gonna throw the 24 kid Prentice on there as well. I mean, these guys are really close. They uh, Auburn's got a very good shot um, with with the Langston Hughes foursome. Uh, I've got, and I'm gonna tell you something. 
I like Jeremiah Cobb. I, I know Auburn's uh, realistic chances. He is the number one black back on the board. Yeah, sure, Richard Young and all these other cats. Of course, they're yeah. going to be higher on the board. But the guy with the most realist with Auburn's with, with realistic chances. Good God, I can't speak. Um, <laughs> I think is Jeremiah Cobb getting yeah. him here Friday. Cadillac Williams is all over this cat. I yeah. don't feel like Tank uh, Tank Bixby will be here another uh, two years. He'll be here one more no, year, no. and he's done, son. So. Yeah. Getting this guy, and they're going to take two backs. Getting this guy in the fold and go find you another guy at some point during the season before December, find you a second – find you a Justin Williams, right? Yes. Find you a Justin Williams to bring in, and you've got two guys coming in with Damari Austin coming in. Uh, and uh, So, I, the, the running back board. So, I, I would – Jeremiah Cobb, I don't know timeline on him. I wouldn't be surprised if he did it Saturday morning. I wouldn't be surprised if he did it December 17th. I, I don't know about him. I do feel like the Langston Hugh guys are, are a little bit more yeah. uh, anxious <clears throat> or, or at least prone to commit. Yeah. So I've got uh, Jeremiah. I like it. Ethan Nation. I like that. I've known Ethan since he was a 10th grader. Know him and his father real well. They love it. They love Zach Etheridge. They, uh, the reviews that he gave after his January visit were all, uh, were, were very, imp- he was very impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, here, Clay Whedon, yes, absolutely. If Auburn wants him, he's coming. Uh, he loves Auburn, dude. Yeah, he is, he you're is, right. He is Colby Smith. He is Garner Langlo. He is Reese Dismukes. He is all those cats. He wants <laughs> to go to Lochapoka and hunt on land and be at practice by three. I mean, that that that's he, he's he my dude. Will friend. He's Will friend. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've got Whedon on there. I don't know. Again, this is commit watch, so I don't know. But if he wants to commit, if Auburn yeah. will let him. And there's going to be a big offensive line class. I don't know why you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, he's definitely on my watch list. He's yeah. on my watch list. Here's another one. This is going to surprise you. This is my last one. It surprised me. <laughs> A.V. Terrell. I was going to throw him in as a bonus, Jeffrey. I no, no, definitely. I've heard really good stuff there. A.V. Terrell. A.V. Terrell, the brother of A.J. Terrell, stud cornerback uh, at Clemson, visited Auburn on Monday. He went to practice. Braxton Myers is another, folks. Both of these yeah. four-star guys were, vi- yeah. were visiting Auburn, blown away. Auburn knocked it out of the park, son, with both of them. I'm telling you, these visits are different this year. I don't know what it is, but it's I'll, different. I'll, I'll give you one more corner while we're at it, Jeffrey, and I think he's on campus as we're doing this podcast. Uh, is one that you've written on before. Is from Louisiana, Ryan Robinson, I think it's his name. Is he here? I believe he's there today. Shit, I love Ryan Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> That bastard didn't tell me he was coming. Let me check on that. That's my dude. I've, I've known him since he was like a ninth grader. Like I, he was, he loved Auburn way back when, dude. And he's got an offer. Am I right on yeah. that? No, I'm telling you, Zach and the and the defensive coaches, they've got. I mean, they've got some dudes on the on the list, and they're very very good position with some of these cats. So much so that Av Terrell. A guy like that who might want to go and do his own thing, not following his brother's footsteps to Clemson. Auburn has to go. We won't, you know, <laughs> they're going to have to weigh it, man. They, yeah, let, they, me, they, let me just go well, out on a limb here and say the DB class is going to be strong again. Freaking strong, oh, yeah. son. And yes, Ron Robinson is there today. Oh, my gosh. And it needs to be strong. I mean, you're losing several guys in the, in this class. Um, specifically at corner. You're going to be losing probably Jalen Simpson and Pritchett both after this season. Yep. Um, safety, you may see a guy turn pro there early. So you're going to need – and I think we need some depth at nickel as well. 
Mm-hmm. So th- this needs to be a really good defensive back class. Which, to me, that's where Terrence Love comes in at nickel, if you ask me. There you go. I talked to Donovan Kaufman today. Um, he loves uh, J.D. Rim, who's been oh, working yeah. who's been working corner and nickel. Yeah, um, man. He can play. Promise you. Yes, that. he can. He loved the yeah, young guys, man. DK really was impressed with these guys. Uh, and, uh, man, the defensive backs for a few years should be very good. Talent-wise, if nothing else, right? Yeah. Folks, let's see here. All right, guys, what are we doing? I mean, we shoot, man, we haven't even gotten any questions on the corner. No, we haven't. You're probably going to have to limit those. Let's let's hit a couple of the quick ones. Go for it, man. People have got long drives. They, they, they'll love it. All right. I like it, Cole. I like it. Getting ready for the weekend. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Might be heading up to uh, Greenville, you know? There you go. Oh, man, I forgot. There's a basketball game Friday night, isn't there? Friday morning. Yeah, man. My Jacksonville State Gamecocks, baby. <laughs> yeah. What did Croc, Croc said? It's Jeffrey Lee hate week. Yeah, he comes off. Yeah. He... Now, to be <laughs> fair, I did go to Auburn longer than I went to Jacksonville State, but I had a much better time at Jacksonville State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. I, I got to Jacksonville State and they were like, dude, JSU, all you have to do is just show up. Just go to class. <laughs> just show up. Shit. I, I, I... That's great. You showed up all right. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I showed up and I showed out, <laughs> and then they showed me out. They like, exit stays right there. If you if you fell out of Jacksonville State, you partying hard, son. I, <laughs> I did it. Dude, where's the where's the thread? Is it, where's my where's my questions thread? Did I have it as a podcast or something? Yeah, you did. Okay, okay, okay. Man, there were some there were some complex questions that. You, you... No, nah, man, there oh, are. Here we go. Here we go. Here we here we go. Let's take the first five. All right. Okay. All right. Early bird gets the worm. First five. This question is from Albie 12. What kind of shampoo do you use? <laughs> I'm just, what's the first question? Hey, man. Um, he says, seriously, though, how quickly will the hoops portal pick up this year? Think it'll be as quick as last year's, or will it drag out a hair? I'm out. Oh. Not answering that. <laughs> I'm, I'm in here. I'm in. Um, I think it depends on what happens with LSU's recruiting class right now. Absolutely. Obviously, I think four-star power forward there, and then obviously uh, Trey Orr are priorities for us. There's a little bit of hesitancy there. with, And he's the number one player in Missouri, Jeffrey. What's his, what's his actual name? Excuse me. 2022 kid? Yeah. God, man. Well, I, I, listen – Okay, Auburn's Auburn's in the in, in the boat is Trey Donaldson, is Chance Westry. Yeah, they need a big, would like a big, and Johan Treor, who signed with LSU in the early period of November, obviously Will Wade is out. Finally, <laughs> uh, we all knew that. I mean, God damn, I, I can't believe it lasted as long as he did. I mean, respect to him. I yeah, mean, he, like he gangster just yes, hanging sir. in there, man. He said, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> paying people out of his own checking account, <laughs> yes, oh, wow. getting extorted by girlfriends, man. Yes, he, just, he had the whole thing going. Man, out. he was living the life, son. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but Johan Treor, um, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, I think he would be on my. I think he signs with Auburn. 
Julian Phillips. That's who I was trying. Who was referring I'm, to? I'm checking on him, man. I haven't heard as much about him as I had Trey, as I have Trey Orr, but I'm going to do more digging on Julian Phillips. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Well, and that's a tough situation because he's still signed with them, so we can't technically have contact. Okay, hold on. With is, him. is he the one who signed, or did Trey Orr? Do they both? So Trey Orr was committed. Trey Orr is getting ready to decommit to the best okay. of my okay. understanding, my, and is going to okay. be back on the open market. Phillips is the one who signed. Phillips is the one who signed, so there's a little bit of minutiae there. We can't have contact That's with right. him right now. That's but right. my understanding of it is he's working to get out of his LOI. I think LSU is kind of holding him to the fire a little bit because they want to get the new coaching staff in, let him talk to them, and at least have an initial conversation before they're going to outright release him, or at least that's my understanding of the situation. Trey Orr was, was surprising to me because he was he had, he had taken four official visits, and this was back in January, so obviously he didn't sign early. But he was – he had taken four official visits. He had one visit left, and he was deciding between Auburn and LSU. It was the last thing I wrote about him. He was going to visit either Auburn or LSU. Well, he ended up committing to LSU. I mean, it wasn't right. like he's like he didn't. He was gone. He was done with the other four schools. He committed to LSU. Never visited Auburn. Hmm. Um. And I think, as, as Jay had said, next step is the commitment from LSU. I think Gonzaga, Arizona. Kansas, there's yes. some big dogs in there on his recruitment, but Auburn's a big dog now. And yep. um, right. Wes Flanagan has done a fantastic job with Johan Treor, not giving up on him. He was um, – so I really feel like Auburn is in a very good spot right now to add Treor. I think they'll add Treor to the 2022 class. And then, I mean, then you got to look at what's available, right? I mean, who's leaving? Who, who, what's all, how many spots is all we're going to have let, uh, open for transfer portal guys? We don't know just yet. I mean, obviously, I think there's there's rumors with regard to Simo potentially, sure. you know, transferring out. Sure, wouldn't there's blame rumors him. about yeah. There's rumors about stretch maybe transferring out. Wouldn't blame him. What happens with Walker Kessler? Does he turn pro? Does he come back? So there's just a lot of wouldn't questions blame there. Yeah, until we know more about who's going to be leaving, the only one you Absolutely. know right now. It's the number one pick in the draft. Okay, right. you you know he's gone next year, and you need a power forward. Smith, yeah. uh, Silky, Silky Smith. I'm telling you, baby. It, but Jabari's gone, so you need a power forward for sure, whether that's Johan Trehor, whether that's Julian Phillips. Doesn't really matter to me. And then beyond that is where you can kind of – what happens with Flanagan? Does he decide he right. wants to transfer? Does he decide he wants right. to stay? How does all that play out? So there's, I think there's just too much in the air, up in the air right now for us to say – Beyond those two guys, I know for a fact we're going to put some effort into one once they once they become available. One's going to decommit; the other one's going to get out of his LOI. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, By the way, guys, uh, we were talking about Marcellus Pulliam earlier. I yep. believe he was the one that told me. He goes, "Hey, by the way, you know, I have a friend on Auburn's basketball team." I was like, "Jabari Smith." Oh, okay, you got a friend on the basketball team. He goes, "Yeah, Jabari Smith. You might have heard of him." I was like. Pfft. Yeah, I've heard of him. He's pretty good. Is he name dropping? Like, did he run into him at the Circle K one night, or is he truly friends? I mean, no, you know, no, have you been to his house? They're from Sandy Creek, so they're from the same okay, okay. same right. hometown. Right. I want right. to say that he he might have played basketball too, and was teammates with him. But well, Pulliam he's six three six four himself. When you watch yeah. him on tape, he looks like Cam Riley, but he plays in the box. I right. mean, and, right? And listen, he will strike you too. I I don't know if you've seen that opening clip on this whole island. <laughs> Oh, I don't yeah. want to get too far off into this. Yeah. But I was impressed. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about decleated a guy on the first snap. Yeah, he, he can play. I he's just kind of just kind of dropped that. Yeah, I'm just yeah, you know, I know Jabari Smith. 
That's who he I looks know. like a basketball player. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> a, that's not a stretch. No. Um, okay, here's a good one for you, Cole. And Jay had both. Both of you guys are into this. Here is a question from Zuni at Zuni, Z U N I. Zuni. Uh, what's the Auburn status for the in state kids right now? Uh, I think that's a fair question. Obviously, the list coming up Saturday is out-of-state heavy when this is a big in-state class. Uh, and from them, who is showing the most interest in Auburn? Uh, do you think we get at least two or three? Colt, you're up. Um, yes, well, you know, I just gave Jeremiah Cobb as a as – There a you go. Guy, so, there's one. Um, Talk about the I, defensive lineman. We, you I wrote consider- about Hunter Osborne, didn't you? I considered yes. Hunter Osborne when we were talking about that just because, man, he he really has a good relationship with Harson, um, and they've been working on that. Then he knew Brumball as well, too, um, oh, prior. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd keep I'd keep Osborne in that list. Um, Stanton Ramil, that was there another one that I put on there. There's three. Uh, let's see. Keldrick Falk is another one. Go. Definitely would, would say that Auburn's got a real shot there. Uh, maybe even you know a, a really good shot. Um, let's see. I mean, that's four. That's four. Good, I think that's four. Four stars, if I'm not that's, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Well, look. I mean, and, and you know what? And and they may be like, they may not even be in the top ten overall of Alabama. That's how good this class is. I'll even throw old, old Mac in there. Old McElderry. Old McElderry. Oh, I, w- I would definitely put put old McElderry in there. I, I really would. I'm putting him in there. I would. Yeah. I would I, I would say Auburn signs at least seven or eight from this class, and the majority of our, our four star guys, and, mm-hmm. and every one of them on my list are. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen, think they are. I'm looking they? at it. Yeah, so it, it, Ramil Stanton, Keldrick Falk, Hunter Osborne, Jeremiah Cobb. Who's the safety out of Selma? Oh, Dakari. Yes, Dakari. Dakari Nelson. Yes, absolutely. I put him on my list. Um, mm-hmm. I've got Russo on my list. The edge from Carver. I think we're making some headway with him. And my understanding of the situation is Zach is from Troy. This kid's originally from Troy. They found some mutual ground. I don't have as high hopes. I know you guys have James Smith on your list from last week. I don't have much hope there. I, did I put James Smith on my list? No, it was me. Did. It was me. Oh, yeah. Don't put me in there with Cole. Dude. That's a sinking <laughs> shit, brother. I am on the fucking pier, man. <laughs> and then a kid that I'm watching out of Montgomery, Avery Stewart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've yeah. got that we're working that one. But like you said, the defensive backboard is so fluid. Um, it's sure. hard to pin. It's hard to pin down. Who it's such a good thing, though, play. right? I'm wondering yeah. about. Uh, I'm wondering about Kel- Kelby Collins right now. I put a little piece up on him the other day. You know, he came out on Twitter said, "You know, I'm, fi- I'm fixing to drop my top five, and there's going to be some new faces." Auburn was on the original top eight. He put out. But he is coming to Auburn in March. Um, so, you know, if, if you're going to put out a top five, I don't think you would be wasting a visit on Auburn, right? And I don't think so. Listen, and Collins, if you watch tape, he is the most explosive defensive lineman in the state this year, and it's not even really all that close. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. He's a fantastic athlete. I don't know where he, if he's a priority for Alabama or not. I know he's a priority for us, and we're working there. But to me, that's the elephant in the room. Does Alabama want him? If they want him, it's going to be really, really hard to get that kid. Forgot about uh, Will Conformby, man. That's yeah. another one. Uh, that's your boy right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put him in there as well. And you've already got Braden Joyner committed. So we're go. talking – I mean, listen, 
that's 10 to 12 prospects that we're all heavily in contention with yeah. from this loaded state. I know that a lot of people, they, they just want to see in-state, in-state, in-state. They want to see Peter Woods. They want to see. Well, I, I can understand. Look, when the Tony Mitchell is yeah. so strong like it is this year, it's like, how, how can you look away and they go, how do we miss on these guys? It hurts a little more, I guess, because, you know, I get it. I get that. But look, man, there are so many big targets in Georgia in Louisiana, in Florida, and they are getting after it in those states too. Not right. just – right. They're not neglecting the state of Alabama, but look, this this class of 23 has been talked up for so long. I mean, since they were, you know, 10th graders, 9th graders, they were saying, well, that's the best class you're ever going to see in Alabama, and they're probably right. It's strong. So these guys have been popular for a long time, and, you know – they they they've got relationships with everybody so it's hard it's going to be difficult look and what i can tell you right now is just because they're ranked a five star right now that doesn't mean that's where they're going to end up being yeah. just because you're a three star right now that doesn't mean you're going to sometimes these late bloomers they end up having a significantly better career oh than some yeah. of these guys that have been on the map for a really really long time so I understand that everybody wants to see a big, flashy name the state of Alabama commit to Auburn, but understand that we're six and seven this last year. You had everything that happened this past offseason. We're working through a lot, and this this coaching staff is doing a fantastic job overcoming some of the self-inflicted wounds that we put, that we put on ourselves. Yep. But yep. give them time, okay? Give them time to work through it. Understand that they're working their board is extremely hard, um, that they're evaluating each and every prospect. And like you said, this is a top 25 list that we have coming in this weekend of guys they really want. I mean, it's everybody they want, right? but it's guys that they really want. Hey, uh, so, Jaunty2104, honest thoughts on Treor. We've, we've talked about Treor, all yep. barn tiger. Also, the other Julian Phillips, we talked about him. Um, AUEE13 says, what have you guys heard about the recruiting impact of the new coaches? We kind of touched on that earlier, but you've got Brumball, you've got C-Rob, you've got Rock Bell and Tony, um, Ike Hilliard. We've seen mm -hmm. new offers go out. We're seeing boards shuffled. We're seeing a lot more communication with recruits. We're seeing more recruits getting to campus. I think it's been a, a breath of fresh air, to be honest with you. By the I way, Jeffrey, I think one of those recent offers by Ike Hilliard is going to be there this weekend. Which if one? not this weekend, then the next. Uh, Bryson Rogers. Oh, he yeah. is. He also so he's another kid from Florida that's going to be there. And yeah, that's going to be a big battle with Florida and FSU. I think I, he was deciding between this weekend and the next, but I think he is going to come this weekend. So, yeah. Okay. Brooks is back with his orthodontist. He has uh, red. We don't we don't have anything red in the South, boy. <laughs> uh, so. The, so the new coaches, and your the new coaches, I think are, <laughs> are are making a huge impact, positive impact. I love Rock Bell and Tony. Do he is after it, son? Yeah, he is. Um, he is in Florida too. I mean, this is this. Well, is, he is. That's what I was going to say. He is. You know, he was an analyst last year, right? Yeah. And to get yeah. promoted, and he's just like he's he, he's he's gung ho, man. He is all over it. I love it. The enthusiasm around recruiting he has right now. He, he's like I said, he's, he's got those 2024 kids to come by Auburn today. Yeah. Well, and just how the staff lays out. And I think Cole's going to dovetail into this a little bit more, but guys that have recruiting contacts within our regional footprint that we need to recruit Christian Robinson is going to be a dog in Atlanta for us. As far as that's concerned, has contacts in Florida from recruiting that state. 
our new wide receiver coach, contacts in Louisiana, contacts in Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida is a state that we did not recruit all that well last year. Obviously, Rock Bell and Tony solves a lot of those issues, specifically in South Florida for us. So it just – and then where you have your coordinator's position. I felt like you basically had two coordinators on defense last year that recruited the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Now you have that relationship builder to replace him, and then you move Schmetting into a role that he's so much more comfortable on. Yeah. Um, having Hilliard as a wide receiver coach is going to be, in my honest opinion, more effective. Yeah. And then you can move Keysaw offensive coordinator where he can tag team with Harson on all the on the entire quarterback board. So it just the way it's formatted, the type of relationship builders that we brought in, the guys that have contacts within that footprint that we want to recruit because every staff wants to draw a circle and of a 600 mile radius and be able to recruit within that 600 mile radius. And I think you got a staff that can do that this year. Cole, are you looking at the new linebacker offer? I am. That that yeah. was why my eyebrows just went up. We have Phil, a Phil Phil Picciotti. Picciotti. Pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a four-star linebacker from Pennsylvania, I believe. Okay, so we're going well, outside the region. Going out, that's that's a zero. After a great conversation with Christian Robinson, I'm blessed to have received an offer from Auburn University. So uh, going national there with that offer, I'm sure probably Christian has some some contacts up there. Um, it's not all, often you see a Auburn offer to just some random dude in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, be cool. honest, uh, be be anxious to see uh, how that materializes. Last one is uh, from Chris Self, guys, and this is a um, uh, two parter. Talk about the potential. This is more, I guess. No, this is twenty offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Impact okay. any of these offensive linemen. Uh, might have as freshmen. I mean, are these guys immediate impact guys? I know you. Uh, I'd like to know you, who you guys see as potential day one starters. I don't think I don't see. I'm just it's just me. Is there a potential for a Zimba Chaz Pew group next year? I don't know. Are these are, are are these guys that good? Well, I don't think they have to be, and this is why. Okay, because you're going to get that rule rolled over for the seven transfers. This coming yeah, year. Yeah, right. Are true freshman offensive linemen starters, is that a thing of the past? So I don't think it's a thing of the past, but you got to be elite. And I'm talking about I mean, elite, elite. elite. Andre yeah. Smith, elite. Yes. Yeah. I don't think, I think every one of these kids are power five starters um, at some point in their career, but it's so much more advantageous to let them redshirt and mature. Yes. And as, you know, redshirt freshmen or, or sophomores really kind of start to see the field as opposed to putting them out there. As true freshmen, look, I was a huge Chaz Ramsey fan, Ryan Pugh, you know, loved seeing it, but they were overmatched. Do you remember that game yeah. they played LSU and Glenn Dorsey out there? Just oh, poor Pugh. Up, yeah, he <laughs> picked up Pugh by his throat and, like, oh. body slammed him at one point. That, I mean, that's not – Brandon Cox probably still licking wounds from that season, right. man. Yeah. That's not a recipe for success. So, the great thing yeah. is you don't have to if you can land some transfers to augment what you get from the high school ranks this year. And I think Cole has hit this over and over and over again. But you're going to see us get five to six high school guys. And then you're going to see us sign another three, you know, two, three, four transfers in addition to. Probably two to three, I would think, is probably what you're going to see us try to do. Maybe we bring in one in this class, but definitely in the 23 class, you're going to see us go transfer alignment head. Yeah. I think so. Uh, if you're starting a true freshman on the offensive line, it's either really, really good or really, really bad. I mean, yes. you know, there's really no if, – if, if he's competing with a senior, you're going to start that senior over over him. So, uh, 
it's very rare these days moving forward that we're going to see a true freshman uh, starting in the SEC. And I think that's a good thing. Um, Chris Self's last question. And I think this is uh, kind of something we were alluding to earlier. Uh, the world becoming a little bit more normal now, the, the restrictions, <laughs> the mandates, travel restrictions. Hell, I don't, you don't even have to wear a mask on a plane anymore. Um, I don't think something like that. Thank right? God. Yeah. No <laughs> shit now. I'm, I'm going back to Bozeman here soon. Um <laughs> You see the days where early on how the sign. Do you do you think we'll have a you guys will have a better idea of how the uh, signing class is shaking up? And Cole and I were talking about this in our little uh, Auburn Live meeting yesterday. But absolutely, um, I think that's we're, we're seeing a lot more. Uh, we're having a lot more intel, right? I mean, we we know where yeah. these kids are going. Yeah. Twitter's a big reason why. I mean. Um, but being able to talk to these kids face to face is more valuable to me than anything in my job. When it, I mean, I love talking to kids on the phone. I can tell if they're genuine. I can tell if they're excited or if they're just telling me what a good quote. And you can't hear that uh, excitement um, when you read the quotes in my story. You can't tell the kids over there, you know, yeah. woo yeah. you know, I love Auburn. Or, yeah, I love Auburn, man. It's pretty cool, you know. It's all right. Yeah. Right, right. So face to face to me, getting to getting to see these kids when they leave a visit and seeing their eyes and seeing their mom in the background going, "Oh gosh," you know, that's <laughs> that's that's big, man, for us. That's big for us doing our jobs and yeah, yeah. Um, and being able to uh, to to relay that news news and that the, the feelings that we have for the class and how it's shaping up to our subscribers. So I think absolutely, I think it's going to be better this year. I think we're going to have. I mean, I thought we did a hell of a job last year. To be honest with you. Well, that was a big deal for me last year. You know, I, I'm kind of new to the game, but seeing them at the game and, and right. watch, watch the video board and, you know, all the uh, theatrics that happen at the game and the crowd and all that, you, you can really get a good idea of how they're, you know, taking it in. So, Well, in, on, in addition to just seeing them in person, who do these coaches go visit when spring evals come around? Yeah. Who do they bring in for camps that they want to see a second time? There's so many more indicators this year. Yes. Last year, you guys were kind of flying blind a little bit into this, as was the coaching staff, because sure. they're, you know what I mean? You're coming out of a COVID year where your contact's been extremely limited. You don't know what half these kids even look like. Yeah. Now you've got so much better of an idea of what it is that you're dealing with, a lay of the land. Um, you're building relationships with high school coaches within this regional footprint. Yes. Your information is so much better. There's just a lot that goes into it for a second-year staff, right. um, particularly when it's been compounded by a COVID year that you were coming out, or a COVID 18 months, whatever it was. I right. mean, it wasn't like it was just one year. This You saw an impact until last June. Yeah. It was uh, March 2020 until yeah. June of 2021. Right. Man, that's, that's a tough deal for all the guys that were in those classes. I mean, that was just yeah. – there's that's why – that's my theory on the transfer portal right now. And I think the transfer portal is always going to be pretty wild, but it, it may be even a little bit more right now just because a lot of guys didn't get the looks they deserved. And now, you know, they go, well, let's see what I can get now. Look they like can, a guy like Corey Rucker. I mean, Corey yeah, Rucker, look, yeah. Look no further yeah, than with, him. Yeah. Not the, he's another guy on my list I need to find out more about. Um, yeah. would like to see, especially if Corey Moore's out – um, how hard? Because I know Auburn when he went into the transfer portal, they were immediately interested, contacted him. Um, so there's a high interest, and they think he could be a day one helper, if not a day one starter. Yes, uh, sir. At Auburn, uh, I'm sorry, 
Corey Rucker being the wide receiver from Arkansas State. That's correct. Yes. Originally from the state of Mississippi, I think right. Yazoo City. Yes, yes, that's it. Sure is. Yeah. yeah. Um, folks, that is an hour and a half. I think um, my computer might start slowing down, and the, <laughs> and the producer might kick my butt when he sees how long this is. But man, I, I told y'all we had a great show. We got a lot to talk about, and it's only going to get like this. I mean, you're talking about next week. We're going to go over the weekend that was. We're going to go over. Uh, we need a position group for next week. He's um, corner. I'm good with corner. Man, corner, that's going to be tough. Do you want to go corner? Do you want to go edge? I say corner because there's so many, right? I mean, there's a lot of cats on there. Yeah, there are. <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's, let's get some organization here. All right, we've done offensive line. Oh, let's do the defensive line. We have. We've done, we, we've done defensive line. So, we've done defensive line. We've done linebackers. So, I'm going to make me a list. Side, you got corners, safeties. And edge left. Now we can go back to offense and do receivers, specifically with some of these new offers. Let's knock out the defense. Yeah. Okay. Y'all, y'all are messing me up. So we've done D lineman. Yeah, I remember that now. Of course, after this weekend, we might change. Uh, we've done uh, linebackers. Let's do cornerbacks. Let's do cornerbacks next week. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. Let's do five for two on cornerbacks. Let's uh, we'll, we'll ask some more questions and maybe get to some of the ones that we didn't get to this week. We appreciate everybody's questions, man. We had some uh, really good questions on the yeah. corner. Again, if you're not a member of the Auburn Live, and Auburn Live on three, you should be. Uh, we've got a great deal right now, $10 for four months. Um, it is cheaper than two gallons of gas. And, and that's not – I mean, everything that we've covered, that's not even talking about the national news that's out there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give right us now. a quick rundown on that, Jay, because I didn't even know this. Okay, so the NCAA just passed a new rule making it and making it an unlimited amount of official visits that prospects can now take. Now, Crazy. schools are still limited to only hosting 56 scholarship uh, official visits per year with a maximum of 62 because you can roll six over if you don't utilize all of your official visits in a given season. Okay. So at this point, from the last 2022 year, Auburn, I think, has only used 50 by my last count, which means that they could host 62. Now, this is problematic. And why is that problematic? I understand that the NCAA is trying to mitigate some of the costs some of these kids are incurring for unofficial visits. Right on. But if a school can only host a certain number and every kid wants to take a prospect, wants to take a visit, and you've got, say, the number two you know, prospect in the country who you really got no shot at getting, but he wants to visit. To go to the well, game. You're going to host him. You know what I mean? You're going to host him. You're going to bring him in and see if you can't change his mind. So I think it's going to create a little bit of a cluster. It's going to take Steven Ruzik and a handful of those guys kind of combing through who do we really have a legitimate shot at and sticking with our board. And are they willing to come in at the times that are ideal for us to visit? Okay. I did a little math for us. And I think my guess is, and I've already said this, this is what my intel tells me. And I know this is the way we're trending. We hosted 21 official visits in June last year. Damn. Of those 21, we only signed four kids. Robert Woodyard, Jay Fair, Alex McPherson, and Michael Riley Duck. So your percentage was relatively low. Your hit rate was a little low. Four Between out of 21? I, yeah. I talked to a recruiting personnel guy who I, had, who I have a relationship with, and he told me the ideal time to host prospects is typically, because of recency bias, is October to December. When I looked at our list, we hosted 20 official visits. We hit on 12 guys. So I think you're going to see us push towards hosting kids towards the end of the year to make sure that we maintain that relevancy in their recruitment, that we're fresh on their mind, 
Um, but it's just going to have to be, we're going to be very practical about who we bring in because of the limited number that we're going to have for official visits. Yeah. Good stuff, the, man. The other thing that would, did anybody's paying attention to, if anybody saw the story by the athletic with regard to the $8 million deal that, um, let me see if I can say this guy's name right. That guy. <laughs> Nikolaus Amavelli. I think it's how you say it. Five-star quarterback from uh, yeah. California. <clears throat> it tells you who's wanting to be relevant right now and who's not. And mm -hmm. if you haven't been in Alabama for the last 10 years and they can kind of pick and choose, NIL is how you get in the ballgame and it's changing everything. It is 100% changing things. If you want to be competitive – these collectives are going out there. They're taking probably some notes from who the coaching staff has on their hit list, and they're going out and they're trying to secure them. So it's the wave of the future, guys. I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about it as far as that's concerned, but whether you like it or not, NIL is a part of the game, and it's something that definitely needs to be utilized moving forward. Yeah. That's right. Love it, man. Great stuff, Jay Head. Uh, folks, last week, man, I forgot to do – how about you, dude? I, I just – I like freaked out, man. Like I didn't know what to do with my hands. Like, oh, I gotta get out of here, man. Uh, thanks for the show, man. Uh, but anyway, so we, we we read off some some uh, some questions. We appreciate all the questions. Albie Zuni, Johnny twenty one hundred four, Auburn Tiger, AU uh, EE thirteen, and Chris Self. I gotta give you some how batches, man. Tiger brother twelve uh, meant to give him last week. Chad F ninety three, another one, and then Crocky Poo, Crocodile twenty two. My big dog. He loves Jacksonville State. He's pulling for Jacksonville State against Auburn on Thursday, uh, Friday night. I uh, bet he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I tell you what, man. Uh, you know, RIP Shaker Jack. He's been pretty good. He has. Yeah. He's come he's, back. So, hey, a big how about you to Shaker Jack, man? That's what I'm talking. He calls about. me. He calls me sir a lot. Well, uh, he's 13. I'm. Well, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. I'm gonna need him to stop that, but I like him. I and, like him. Uh, Listen, it, it, it put me in my place. I put that thread up about the 1993 undefeated team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy said, man, I wasn't even a blip on my parents' radar at that point. So <laughs> He was a drop of definitely, liquor. definitely made me feel aged there for a little bit. And he's coachable. He's coachable. There yes. you go. There. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I know uh, Cole gave Rice DP 105. Uh, uh, how, uh, how about you not too long ago? I'm going to give him another one, man. Say what you want to about Rice, and I That's do sometimes. Guy. I do That's sometimes, but I mean, hey, he's loyal to to us, and I'm not saying he's we're the only, obviously we're not the only message board, but man, he he defends us with with some frauds that still are stuff and stuff, uh, our, our content. So I appreciate Rice DP for that, man. Let and me then, tell you why I like Rice real quick. Okay, because this man will pull up an article from 2014 to back his point up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, any anything, but he has proof. He has backup. Yeah. So instead of this is my opinion, I want you to understand it. He goes, well, here I'll show you right here. This is from 1947. <laughs> you know, he, he's a uh, like a, you know Walmart's got that great value brand. Rice is a great value lawyer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There, there, there you go. Yeah, he's a great there value. I appreciate. It. I like the great value, Rice. Hey, look, uh, man, I'm a great value guy. That's right. <laughs> A-U-B-E-S, A-U-B-E-S, A-U-B-I-E-C-E. -E. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, and, and Tyler Justice, those two guys on Twitter, man, they they, they give us a lot of, uh, a lot of great – Yeah, they do, man. I appreciate the hell out of that. And uh, C-Web underscore 44, that's my dude right there now. 
I had to give him a big how about you. Uh, D-Dub, D-W-F-A-U fan. I don't know if he's an F-A-U fan or if he's just got that in his name. Oh, it's a D-F-D-W-F. A-U fan. Yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. My bad, D-Dub. Yeah, he uh, just lo- he loves the owls, man. That's uh, what it is. Big how about you to D-Dub. And then my last one, I got to give Kimo Sabi a, a, a how about you, but he's the, he's the biggest Eeyore, Eeyore. I mean, <laughs> I mean this guy, come on, Kimo Sabi. He's Grow not the some. biggest. He's not the biggest, but he's definitely one of them. Oh my god! He was like, "Well, maybe if Clemson doesn't want him, we can get him." <laughs> I mean, if Clemson or Alabama don't want him, maybe he'll come to Auburn. <laughs> Thanks for noticing us. Kimo <laughs> Sabi, come on now. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you guys, if you're not a uh, if you're not a subscriber, you should be. We have a lot of fun, man. We got some yeah, awesome posters. Cool. We appreciate all these uh, posters. We appreciate the love on Twitter. Well, we appreciate the questions. Uh, obviously, wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for all of you. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up. We're going to have another great show next week. So uh, y'all be looking for another Friday morning show next week. And we're going to discuss. We might even mix in an early week show since the we'll be fresh off of this big recruiting weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I like I mean, it. You know, maybe maybe a Tuesday show. We'll see if I can work that out with uh, with with Brent up in Nashville. Uh, but anyways, hey, y'all have a great weekend. Keep us keep keep it locked in to Auburn Live on three. We're gonna have a recruiting updates all throughout the weekend. Uh, and, and Jay Head will be giving some stuff. I think he's got some stuff in the works to post. Um, yes, sir. Uh, so all kind of stuff. Jessica's telling me to wrap it up. Wrap this up. What in the world? <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, for Cole, for Jay Head, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Man, y'all have a great weekend. Stay out of the damn left lane unless you're passing. And even if you are, get your ass back in the right lane. How about you? <laughs>